For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. It's still real to me, damn it. I mean, thank you. All right. How's everyone doing? Another edition here of It's Still Real to Me, a bonus episode of It's Still Real to Me. Everything Zaslow Show 2.0, including It's Still Real to Me, is brought to us by our title sponsor, Anna Jar and Levine, Accident Attorneys. 800-747-3, involved in any kind of an accident, hit and run, slip and fall, motorcycle, boating. Uh, you, you go where you're going to be treated like family and you're going to get the compensation you deserve. Anna Jar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-3, Joey, he is our pal, Joey Levin, as we come at you with a bonus episode this Thursday night. Got the Heat and Celtics going on. But tomorrow night, we have WWE SmackDown at Kaseya Center. Saturday night, Royal Rumble. Live from St. Petersburg, Tropicana Field. I hear that place is a dump. I've never been there, but it doesn't matter because it's Royal Rumble. Joey, how are you? Hello? Good. I'm good. I'm ready. I'm excited. Best best event of the year. Always love Royal Rumble. It's going to be a lot of fun. And listen, you know, between the WWE and their odds out there for WWE, you got the NFL playoffs. The road to Vegas goes through San Francisco and Baltimore. Bet online is your number one source for playoff football odds, stats, trends, lines, with everything from point spreads to hundreds of player performance props. Head to Bet Online today to stay updated on all the action. Bet Online, the game starts here. So glad to have you here with us. We usually come at you on Sunday nights, of course. And lately, because I've been hosting primetime, it's been Sundays around 9 p.m. But we wanted to get in a bonus episode. Just wanted to have some fun, talk about the Royal Rumble, which is this Saturday night. Now, Joey, you've never, and by the way, for all you guys who are listening on the podcast, love it. If you're watching live, love, love you long time, all right? You could send in questions, comments. We love the participation. Uh, we'd love to read some of your stuff on the show. So please do so if you'd like to participate in any fashion. And yeah, so anyway, Joey, have you ever been to a Royal Rumble before? No. So good. This is, this will be my third time. I went in 1991, which was the fourth ever Royal Rumble. I went in 1991, Hulk Hogan won, and Sergeant Slaughter won the WWF Championship from Ultimate Warrior, which was crazy back then because that was an era of pro wrestling where there was no such thing as a heel champion in WWF. Hulk Hogan brought the title into WrestleMania 1, and then you had the tournament in WrestleMania 4, Macho wins it, and then Ultimate Warrior eventually wins it. Now, Macho became a heel while he had the title, but he didn't win the title as a heel. Then Ultimate Warrior eventually wins it, and then for Slaughter to win the title, it was shocking for 10-year-old Jonathan Zaslow in the crowd to watch Sergeant Slaughter win the title. And if you remember, that was when Macho King 
busted the scepter on the head of Ultimate Warrior for slaughter. Uh, incredible finishing maneuver, an elbow drop, a regular elbow, and the pin to uh, to get the win, to win the championship yeah. over Ultimate Warrior. That's the first one I ever went to. Second time was in 2016 when Roman had to defend the title, number one entrant against everyone. Triple H enters at number 30. Triple H wins the Rumble and the championship. I had ringside for that night. Yeah. That was amazing. But this Saturday will be the first time I've ever been to Royal Rumble in a stadium, which, of course, is the way it always is now. It's just such a big show. The big four pay-per-views are always so huge that they're in stadiums now. So I, I am super pumped for this show Saturday night. And I I really think I think we're in a spot where if they do it right, it could really be one of the most exciting Royal Rumbles. I think there's a lot going on here to be excited about. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think the way they set things up on Monday, it makes uh, it makes the, it, it gives you a lot more questions heading into Saturday night. Yeah. Uh, that's what you and, want. The, and the odds have have shown that, actually. So, OK. Um, and also, I don't know if you saw the Sports Illustrated um, article that came out that you know, people apparently in WWE are very pissed off about, but, um, you know, but it's interesting. I mean, I think there are multiple ways they could go in this match on Saturday. So yeah, it's exciting for sure. So before we get to the fun stuff, let's get to the not so fun stuff, which broke earlier today. So we're going to talk about the Royal Rumble card, which right now has only four matches, but I dig it. We'll go over some of our favorite Royal Rumble moments, but let's talk about the shitty stuff. And I'm not talking about the Celtics up 15 on the heat right now, late in the first quarter. Let's talk about the shitty stuff, and that being Vince McMahon. So Joey read all 67 pages of the lawsuit, civil lawsuit, right? Mm -hmm. Filed against... For now, I mean, look, for now, um, if half, if a quarter of what was in that 67 pages, it there will probably be criminal charges on multiple people but that's all it is right yeah that's what it is right now it's civil law all right so give me the gist of it because I, I didn't read it because i and I, I hate reading this kind of stuff because i know there's so much in there that's just heinous i think is the best way to describe it i know it's going to be heinous heinous i mean I, I saw one blurb where it's being alleged that vince mcmahon took a shit on a girl's head all right, like it's only stuff. one girl. It's 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 the girl. It's the girl. Okay. Her name is, is Janelle she? Grant. Her name is Janelle Grant. She was hired. So they break this down. And so this is why I wanted to read it because I'm on Twitter a lot. I'm on Twitter too much. And the problem with Twitter is that you're only gonna get a, a portion of the story that the people who are reporting it choose to aggregate. That's the shitting on a girl's head and all that stuff. I wanted to, you know, and and you know, of course, that's crazy. Um but I wanted to read the whole thing because there's a story being told by somebody. And if it's true, I want to know what this actual story is. Right. So her name is Janelle Grant. Apparently she lived in the building that Vince had an apartment in. Um, and in 2019 or 2018, she was taking care of her parents or her family members. And uh, she lost her parents and she went through a bunch of hardship and the building manager asked Vince to help to see she he was like I could give your name to Vince McMahon see if long story short you know it turns out her name gets to Vince Vince meets her and Vince promises her after meeting her I'm going to give you a job we're going to make something happen 
I've had a hard life. My life, you know, I've had trauma because, you know, if you watch, first of all, Nick Khan was on Pat McAfee earlier this week. Nick Khan referenced it before any of this came out that Vince had a lot of hard, he was abused as a child, all this stuff, right? So, um, so he used his childhood trauma to sort of relate to her trauma, according to this lawsuit. Um, and that was it from there. And then it sort of escalated over time. It became this thing where he slowly started doing things to make her on, you know, innuendo, um, saying things to her. What year is this? Her, this was in 2019. Um, promising her that she was going to get a job and it took a long time to get a job and uh, to, to get the job finalized. And he was kept stringing her along, but making her feel comfortable that he was going to change her life and this and that. And then over time, it turned into him, you know, trying to kiss her. And then he finally did. And then she felt like she, you know, early on in their relationship, he said, like, I have high powered lawyers who can make things bad for people who don't cooperate with me. So she felt intimidated. And then it sort of escalated to the point where, uh, where she finally got the job, but he was very insistent that she had to keep her job secret but he was forcing her into sort of manipulating her into this sexual relationship. Um, but meanwhile, over time, it escalated to him getting, you know, naked photos and naked videos of her and sharing them with people. And then in, according to the lawsuit, it escalated to him forcing her to have sex with John Laurinaitis at the WWE offices multiple times, threesomes with John Laurinaitis, um, who is the only other person who's named in it. There's implications of other people. They're all listed as. I mean, I saw Brock Lesnar's name. So Brock was not named. Business. Brock was not was not. So named. why is he? That being said, him? Brock will not be in WWE for a while. I bet. And, and um, so there, there's a story in there that she tells that there was a wrestler whose contract was up, who is a former, who is a, a, a WWE superstar and a and a and described as a UFC fighter also, who was exploring his options and considering going back to his former job. And as part of getting him to resign, she claims that Vince used her as an offering to Brock. She claims that Brock had her number and requested that she send him a video of her peeing and that she did it. And that he said, good thing you sent that bitch or something like that. Like it's crazy. The point of this is this. And it, it gets, it's all crazy. It goes nuts. I mean, he, he raped her, it, it, according to her. Like, this isn't just like he manipulated her. He did, he raped her, according to her story. John Laurinaitis raped her, according to her story. Now, again, this is her story. And we have to see how it plays out. I'm not casting, like saying anyone's guilty or not, because that's not my job. But what I'm saying, what I what I will say after reading the whole thing in detail, if even half of it's true, a quarter of it's true, Vince McMahon and John Laurinaitis should go to prison. Um, and Brock will never be in WWE again. He may not be after this. He 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 will not be until this thing resolved. I can guarantee you. He, he, not be, he doesn't need it. He may he may just he, want to go away. Um, but it's bad, man. And there's a lot of people accountable. She says in the story. Like or not in the storm, sorry, in the lawsuit that 
when when the allegations came out oh, a few years ago and Vince was and Stephanie stepped in as CEO and they created this committee to investigate it internally that Stephanie was the head of this woman claims that she offered to give information and that WWE never reached out to her. So there's a lot, there's layers to the whole thing, but the gist of it is if what she's saying is, is true, there's text messages all throughout that. I'm sure you saw some of them that are from Vince that are disgusting. They're super aggressive. Um, so that, that's not a good look for him that those texts are out there. It's 2019. It's not the lawsuit that he had from 30 years ago. Um, if the stuff that, that's in there is true, and I didn't even get into like the worst of it, you'd think him shitting on her is the worst of it. It's not. I would think so. Yeah. You would think you would think that, but that has I would it's think bad. It, it's 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 bad, man. I don't mean to laugh it, but it's it's bad stuff. So if it's true, he deserves everything he's that's coming to him. And WWE has you gotta wonder who else in WWE knew any of this stuff because it it doesn't look good for the company. That but Vince McMahon's spokesperson put out a, a, a statement saying this lawsuit is replete with lies, obscene, made up instances that never occurred and a vindictive distortion of the truth. He, truth. He will vigorously defend himself. All right. Um, but that's where we are then. Yeah. I mean, that's where we're at it. it but look, I felt it, it, it felt like we had to at least address it because yeah. it would be weird. Well, to we don't talk need to hide from it. it. What are we trying to hide from? And also know? look, the other thing that, that also sort of ties into this is we haven't even discussed since the last show, the Netflix deal. We haven't discussed the rock being named to the board of TKO. Um, how much did WWE know before the Netflix deal? Will this affect the Netflix deal? What did they, is the rock suddenly part of TKO's board because they knew something bad was coming down. So they needed a positive. Like there's so many things that, that happened this week that it's just crazy. Yeah, it's 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 a wild it's wild situation. But ultimately, at the end of the day, the most important thing is her. Right. If if this actually happened to her, then everything that's coming should should happen to these people. I mean, I know Vince McMahon obviously comes off like a piece of shit. Um, Boy, John Laronitis seems like a piece of shit, too. Huh, man, they, 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 it's not good for him. Now, again, Vince completely, according to this lawsuit, Vince completely just manipulated this woman. Just took advantage of someone who didn't have a job, didn't have money, lost her family, and basically, according to the lawsuit, manipulated her into believing that he cared about her and that he had her best interest while also just sexually assaulting her basically every time he saw her, forcing her into threesomes with other people, with a with a physical therapist of his, like with Laurenitis. She at one point she says, I don't want to have sex with Laurenitis anymore. And he said, I think that's fine, but you still have to have threesomes with us. Like these are <laughs> details that are in this lawsuit. Again, uh, we don't know if they're true. We don't know it's true. It has to play out, but man, the details of it. I don't suggest reading it to anybody. I hope everyone who's listening understands I'm like I'm I'm not laughing at no, it's the scenario. No, no, no. It's well, it's one of those like laugh to keep from crying type of situations it's, oh where it's like it's so disgusting to hear. Look, when I first saw that there was a lawsuit, I was like, all right, here we go again. Right. Like something from 30 years ago, someone coming out of the woodwork. And I look, not that they shouldn't, but like I didn't expect it to be five years ago with text messages, with details that I mean, she might be lying about some stuff. But, man, if she lied about all 67 of those pages 
That is some. Yeah, can't all can't all be lies, you know? Yeah. There's some truth to it. She worked for WWE. She did get a job because of Vince. Like that's on record. There are text messages. What extent is true? I guess we'll find out. But TKO yeah. put out a statement that they're doing an internal investigation. Yeah, it's a pretty strong statement by TKO. I thought. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think Vince. I think Vince is gone either way. I don't think I TKO. Think he's gone. Publicly traded company. They just had the merger. A ten billion dollar Netflix five five billion dollar Netflix deal. You can't you can't afford these things to keep popping up every few years if you're TKO. All right, so let's shift gears then to some yeah. of the funner stuff. And well, before we I, even get to the, by the way, your thoughts. I know we're going to talk Royal Rumble. Thoughts on the Netflix deal? That's what I wanted to ask you here first. Oh, okay, gotcha. so uh, yeah, like what do I care? I I you know if you listen to any of my commentary a couple weeks ago leading into the Dolphins Chiefs game about Peacock. And that whole deal, I just, this is where, this is where we are, man. And of all the streaming services, I think Netflix is probably the most subscribed to. So I don't know how, like, I really, I I would assume a grand majority of WWE watchers, like who have Peacock for WWE Network, I'd have to figure the grand majority of them already has Netflix. It'd be really surprising if they did not. Uh, Mm -hmm. So I certainly have no issue with it. The couple things that stand out to me that are interesting is, okay, I I don't get the lowest tier version of Netflix, which means I don't get commercials. So I'm going to get WWE Raw for three hours, no commercials. And like, that's going to be really interesting how that goes. Now I understand the commercials are going to be built in to kind of coincide with rest periods in matches so it'll be interesting that i'm gonna be able to see the rest holds now when previously i wasn't because there was a commercial or i'm gonna be able to see the wrestler waiting in the ring in the dark with a microphone in their hand while waiting for the commercial to end stuff like that i do think is going to be an interesting experience for the viewer or what they're going to do to combat that for the viewer who doesn't have commercials yeah i thought my understanding was there's no commercials period no, no, I, I read how there is commercials and hmm. the commercials are going to be timed out like normal. And we're just going to be able to see when, you know, they're outside the ring after a uh, uh, Tope Suicida and they're lying on the ground. Like, we're going to be able to see that instead of instead of seeing the commercial. And the other part that's interesting is, are they going to move off of Monday nights? Now, I hope they don't move off of Monday nights just because this has been a part of my routine for 30 years. I hope they don't move off Monday night, but I think they might because they may say, look, for six months of the year, we'd like to not go against football. Well, so, Nick Khan, yeah, Nick Khan talked about that on McAfee this week. And that really? was exactly so, what he that's exactly what he brought up is the football yeah. thing. He said right now there's no plan to move it off of Monday night. But they if they feel like they have a better chance of doing better numbers, not going up against Monday night football, then they'll explore it. Um, yeah. I think it's cool. Like I, I, I do. I think that now that they're, they're not actually behold, like they don't have to have commercials. So um, they don't. I mean, I, mean, I guess not. But why? Why would Netflix not want to sell inventory? Uh, I mean, well, I'm saying for the commercial-free people, you could just do more. Like I, I just feel like. There's certainly not going to be as many commercials as like normal television, like commercial. I would assume. Yeah, I would assume it would not be the same. Right. Because I figured like 
commercial free meant like maybe the show just won't be three hours anymore. Maybe it'll be two and a half sometimes. Maybe sometimes it'll be three and a half. There's more opportunity for longer match. They can go longer on match. That's not my understanding of the way they're going to do it. No, they're still going to have commercials. Yeah. Yeah. Well, interesting. But I'm fine with it. Like, I don't care. Like, be on Netflix. I have Netflix, so I don't care. Yeah. But I can see why people would care. It's just more shit that you got to pay for. I mean, we're at the point now with apps where it's like you're paying just as much if you want to have every app as you would for when you're paying for cable. So I can see where, like, people who five years ago were like, you know what? I'm cutting the cord. Now they're back to paying with. Oh, I did it the year of COVID. Late 20, I decided, you know what? I'm ready. I'm going to cut the cord. I've done enough research. I'm probably paying the same with everything that I still subscribe. Yeah, I I have I, I get charges like one every month for apps that I bought a I like I bought the zone for a fight and then I forgot, you know. And now <laughs> right, that's that's what they love. They love you. You're a great customer. I'm they their number love one customer. That. I'm the target demo. It's me. The yeah. guy who forgets to cancel. They love that. Yeah. Uh, another thing I want to bring up after the Netflix thing is I saw earlier today Kevin Patrick has been released. He had been the play-by-play voice mm. for SmackDown, and I bring that up because Holy shit, that job is hard. You know, like they they cannot they can't find anyone other than Michael Cole to do that job. You know, they they just keep they're running through play by play guys. And Kevin Patrick is the most recent guy for them to get rid of. And you know, I go back to I I don't know what actually happened. Um, there was a lot of rumors, backstage stuff. I thought Moro Ronaldo was fantastic. And I wish that things worked out with Moro Ronaldo. I know he's got some stuff going on. He's, uh, you know, he deals with uh, his like, mental um, health stuff. Yeah, yeah, maybe bipolar or something like that. He also, um, I, minor, I think he got like bullied by JBL or something. Yeah, yeah. Or like, I don't know what's true and what's not. Yes, I, yeah. I heard about all of that. Uh, he was fantastic. But, you know, I'm, I'm going back six, seven years ago with Moro Ronaldo. Uh, they, they can't find anyone out I, to hold on to that job. But is that because? Like, yes, the job is obviously hard, but is it is it because no one's good or is it because Michael Cole is the best ever? And they no, just, I think they it's because no Cole. one's good. I think it's because no one's good. Mar Ronaldo was awesome. Tom Hannafin is awesome, and they just let him. Yeah, go. Tom Hannafin was good. Yeah, um, he's doing great with TNA. Him and Aiden English are great. I know his yeah, name's not Aiden Tom English Hannafin's anymore. Good. But, um, I don't know what happened there. He was good. So I think they have, and I don't watch it enough. But from what I understand, also you know who was good? Jimmy Smith was good. Well, but but again, like that's I, I didn't think he was great, but but that's another guy who I liked him. Great. I thought he brought like realness to it because he knew fighting. So I didn't love him. Yeah, I didn't love him. Uh, you know who I hear is good. I and I, I don't watch NXT enough. I hear Vic Joseph's great. He's pretty. Yeah, he's good. Him and Booker are good. Him and Booker. Yeah. I thought you were gonna say Excalibur. Uh, <laughs> I um, Gio brought up a good point about the advertising stuff. He said maybe advertising on the ring or the mat like UFC. Oh, I hope not. I don't want to sound like a fuddy-duddy, but I hope not. Well, I hope it's not like the UFC because the UFC's gotten out of control with theirs. Yeah. It's just there's shit everywhere. But, yeah, I mean, I it wouldn't not. hurt. I mean, they do. Look, what would be the difference to you between advertisements on the ring and doing the um, Cheetos match or the Cinnamon Toast Crunch match and like that kind of stuff? Well, the difference is they're not going to say, you know, in the, the Cheetos WWE squared circle. I mean, when every right. time they talked about it, it's like, we're doing the Mountain Dew, LA Knight, Bray Wyatt match. Like, it really cheapens the whole thing, you know? Right, yeah. I mean, look, Logan Paul is in WWE and also has the prime hydration corner in UFC. They're prime, the red and the blue oh, corner. Oh, is that right? Have prime, have prime in the corners. So it's, uh, 
I don't know. We'll see. I think they got to find a guy who is good at play-by-play and also a huge WWE fan. You know, Kevin Patrick, also known as Kevin Egan, does play-by-play for the Atlanta MLS team. He's a huge soccer guy. I don't know what his WWE background is or, you know, as far as fan fandom goes. Uh, it's part of why I really liked Moro Ronaldo. I feel like he knew the product. Um, yeah. yeah. I don't, well, I don't, I don't know what they're going to do there, man. Moro is Hall of Fame in combat, combat fighting I mean, he commentator. He, yeah. He was, he's a boxing commentator. He was, co- he was the commentator for pride before UFC. He's, yeah, he was he Bellator's was number one guy forever before they ended up shutting down. I mean, Moro is a, is a I think I'm saying I want them to hire me. I think that's what I'm saying. Okay. Hey, they're looking, they're looking right. I mean, who's going to replace, is it just going to be Michael Cole right now? Uh, he's definitely doing tomorrow night here in Miami. Yes. What, what is, what's it going to be after Royal Rumble? I don't know. Oh yeah, of course he's doing Rumble. Yeah. What's it going to be after Royal Rumble the following week? I would expect they're going to have someone else. I, I don't know. Yeah. I, don't know. I mean, maybe they bring back Tom. Maybe they bring back Tom from T. Maybe they saw how good he's doing in TNA. Maybe they bring back that duo from TNA. Just poach him. I don't know. Uh, But anyway, let's get to the fun stuff here. All right. Royal Rumble this Saturday night. First, though, do you have any favorite? What are your favorite Royal Rumble memories? What are your favorite moments in the Royal Rumble? Always. Did you guys, by the way, you went to school at Florida State. Did you guys? I went to Florida. Did you guys do it in school? Um, We used to we used to bet on the Royal Rumble. We would draw numbers out of a hat. We'd put five, ten bucks each in a pot. We would draw the numbers out of a hat every year. Royal Rumble would come around, and you had your number. So when your number came up, and the guy comes out, if it's a shitty guy, that was so frustrating. If it was a good guy, that was awesome. And and the winner takes all, gets the pot. It was so much fun every year. Can I tell you when I was in college, I was afraid to bet on anything because I worked Why? for a basketball team. I was just like uh, afraid that if yeah. I ever bet on anything and it ever came back on me, I'd get fired, and then I would never work in the NBA. It was just yeah. like. I had this like uh thing where I, even though who would ever know, like this is the dumbest shit, but I just never did. Um and also I you know, college was sort of like my dead period. Like I I I kind of fell out of wrestling for a while during college and then got back in after college. Mm-hmm. Um but everybody my, you know, goes through a dead period as a fan. Everyone. Yeah, yeah. Um I mean like so debuts and, and returns are always my favorites. Like for me, it's like there's nothing because uh, most times you have an idea of who's who are the favorites to win. There's not generally like massive shocks of the winner. Like the guy who wins is usually somebody who's at the top of the card, but the best, but that, so that makes it like when there's a great return or a great um, debut, the pop, it's just unforgettable. Mm-hmm. So yeah. like to me, like, I don't know that you'll ever beat 2020 at returning. Like, I don't know that you'll ever beat that moment. Um, and just in terms of him, him, the way he reacted when he came out, the crowd reaction, the pop, just his emotion of the whole thing and how long he was out. Um, if I could tell you that right there, I have two all-time favorite Royal Rumbles, and that one, 2020, is one of the two. And, and Edge returning there, which was great, isn't even the biggest moment for me. Not even close in that Royal Rumble. And it was great. He came back. He speared Dolph Ziggler. Like it was, yeah. it was awesome. It was so good. Uh, that Royal Rumble 2020, which was right before the world ended with COVID, that Royal Rumble to me is in my top two all time favorites because that was the Rumble where Brock decided to come in at number one. And mm-hmm. he rolled through the first 14 competitors. And <clears throat> then Drew McIntyre 
enters. And this was right when Drew was teetering on a baby face turn. And this was the turn. So Drew comes and it's like, oh shit, is this going to be the guy that does something about Brock? And it felt like maybe it is going to be the guy who does something about him. And Ricochet is still in the ring and Ricochet gives him the low blow and McIntyre immediately claymores him over the top rope and Brock, who is just like a fucking magician. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, I don't know if there's anyone who sells better than him. Sells it just to perfection. And the crowd goes apeshit. Yeah. And you thought because <clears throat> it was the first 14 competitors, there was such a... You almost felt the crowd was... They were getting antsy. It's like, how much longer do we need a, to deal with this bullshit? And so it all culminated in this amazing moment for Drew eliminating Brock. The crowd went crazy. And then, of course, Drew goes on to win it. And that's why, like, I know it's it's part of the story where Drew, he never got his WrestleMania moment because it was in the Performance Center. And I'm, I'm like, and I think I've had this conversation with Drew on my show. And I'm like, the moments of him eliminating Brock and then winning the Royal Rumble, you winning the title at WrestleMania, at the very most, it's going to be equal to those two feelings and reactions. It's not going to surpass what happened there. Like, you got your moment. If we're talking in reality, I get it. He never had his WrestleMania moment. Pandemic champion, that's his thing. But that moment, that's a career moment right there, you know? Yeah. It was amazing. Yeah. And also, you, you made me think about this because, like, talking about all that, bringing up 2020, can I tell you, the best, the actual best moment of 2020 Royal Rumble was not in the men's Royal Rumble. It was actually in the women's Royal Rumble. Did Becky win? I don't even remember who won. Or was it Charlotte? I don't even remember who won. But the best moment was... It was Charlotte. Charlotte beat Rhea for the NXT title in WrestleMania in the performance. The, and Charlotte won it. Charlotte. The greatest, the greatest save in the history of the Royal Rumble. Mandy Rose gets oh, thrown yeah. over the top rope. Otis is there yeah, laying yeah. to yeah. save her. What yeah. a moment. What a yeah. moment. The the relationship that propelled Otis to winning money in the bank. Yes. He won money in the bank. Otis was so over. That was such a, that was an awesome moment. That was so funny. Yes. That was yes. awesome. That was a great moment. Uh, that's one of my favorite two. And the other one uh, is everyone's favorite, which, of course, is 1992. It's not fair to Flair. And Flair wins the Royal Rumble. It comes in number three or number four. It was, it was only the fifth Royal Rumble ever. And so it was the first time someone came in so early in a Royal Rumble and won. And just, you know, between he Bobby Heenan with a tour de force performance, it's not fair to Flair the entire match. And then, of course, uh, with a tear in my eye, this is the greatest moment of my life. You know, Hogan pulls Sid over the ropes. Incredible Royal Rumble. Those two are the best for me. Yeah, I mean, I, I was so young in 92 so my memory I, I don't i wouldn't watch it obviously i, I had a birthday party because my birthday was was like within days that i had a birthday party in my house my 11th birthday we ordered royal rumble that year for all of us to watch rick flair end up winning the royal rumble yeah uh, and but the promo obviously is so famous that I, it's it's up there without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running everything would suddenly stop Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. 
No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I'll tell you one that, I mean, I think a lot of people have ranked really highly that I do too is AJ Styles' debut. Cause I was there! That, that not only was the moment incredible, but like, it, it, it was almost like a shift in the industry. Like indie guys didn't get a wrestle, a Royal Rumble debut with their real, with their indie name. And generally indie guys didn't debut at the Royal Rumble in WWE and the whole crowd already knew who they were. Right. Like they popped for AJ Styles. He had never been, he had spent his whole career in TNA and, yeah. and, and Ring of Honor and all that and New Japan. Like that was such a crazy moment that like every, he was so sought after that everyone knew who he was at Royal Rumble, having never been in a major promotion before. Yeah, that was it was cool. a big reaction. I remember I was and, there. It was a big and I'll reaction. Tell you an underrated, one that's underrated for me, because I thought it was so perfect. 2018, final two, Roman Reigns, Shinsuke Nakamura, three years in Philly, three years after Roman won in Philly and everyone hated it. And yeah. he basically, The Rock had to save him from getting booed out of the building yeah. and they still booed The Rock. Three yep. years later, same building, crowds thinking, not again, not this shit again. Yep. And then boom, Nakamura wins. I got them both Rumble. right that year, by the way, in predictions, Shinsuke and Asuka. I got them both right that year. Nakamura wins the Royal Rumble. And at the mo- at the time, I was like, yes, finally, this guy who is arguably the best NXT champion ever. The match at WrestleMania, who- though, was a letdown. It wasn't right. Great. I was like, this is it. He's going to be such a massive yeah. star. He's so, so good. He's so incredible. And then obviously. It wasn't great. It wasn't great, but yeah. that moment was really cool. Yeah. Uh, and three faces of Foley, by the way. That's one of my favorite <laughs> moments. Too. Uh, did you hate when Mr. McMahon won the Rubble? Was it 99, I think it was? Did you no. hate when Mr. McMahon won it? I, I don't have a, like, a strong opinion on it. It's crazy. <laughs> I mean, how about I mean, Vince blowing out his quads is, a, is, a, is a, an all-time yeah. Rumble moment. Yep. That's, an, yep. that's, a, that's a good one. And how about um, this isn't Royal Rumble match. This is 1998 Royal Rumble, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, it is 19. Uh, no, no. 1999. 1999 Royal Rumble. Yes, because Rock won Survivor Series uh, Deadly Games in 98, the year after Brett. And 99, that was the Rock McFoley I quit match mm-hmm. where Rock just hammering Foley, handcuffed behind his back, hammering Foley over the head with with the steel chair with his kids screaming in yeah. the front row. I just, just, that's, that's one of the few times that I really cringed watching pro wrestling because Holy shit. Was he hitting them? He yeah. was hitting them, man. It yeah. was, that was very rough, very yeah. rough. So, all right. So those are some cool moments for Royal rumble. All right. As far as this year though, let's talk about the two matches real quick. Uh, Kevin Owens, Logan, Paul, I would figure Kevin Owens can win this match, except if you're WWE, you have to bring Logan Paul into WrestleMania as the U.S. champion, right? Yeah. Did you see what they did today, by the way? Did you see? Yeah, yeah. I like it. They, they the, had a fight. They the, performance the, center, center. the performance center. The performance center fight. Yeah. Yeah, I like yeah, it. Yeah. They uh, did Logan that. Paul it... has to go into WrestleMania the champion, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, maybe they rematch or something. Yeah, but, maybe. Yeah. But it's got to be Logan because he's got to promote it. Um yeah. 
you know, over the next few months that, that, that'll get massive eyeballs. I mean, um, yeah, I don't see KO winning this match. Um, at all. I think it'll be good though. Possible. I think it's be yeah, good. Yeah. I think, I think it'll be, I think it'll be great. I, I mean, Logan's awesome, man. I mean, he, he, yep. for, you can hate him all you want, but he's great. I mean, he's just, he's been so he's, good no, as awesome, a wrestler. Man. He's awesome. Um, he, and he's a perfect heel. I mean, yep. he's, he's naturally incredibly hateable and he's an incredible wrestler for somebody who's done it for like a year or two years, yep. whatever. Yeah. Awesome. The, the fatal four way, the more that I've thought about it, the more that I'm convinced that Roman does not lose. I did think there was a sliver of a chance that he would, but at this point, I think there's no chance that Roman loses. Uh, you know, if he were, if, just, if it wasn't Wrestle, again, if it wasn't WrestleMania 40, I would say you think yeah, the actual number matters as opposed to I, 41. Yes. hundred okay. percent. It's what I talked about on Saturday or on Sunday when we, when we when it, it's like, I mean, it's not WrestleMania 50. 40. You're right. You're right. But WrestleMania 300 is not, I mean, excuse me, UFC 300 is not UFC 500, but people are making a big deal out of it because it's that round number. You okay. know, there's something about that round number. WrestleMania 40, it's, they're just, it's going to feel bigger because it's 40 years of WrestleMania. Like they're going to make a big deal. Like they'll say at WrestleMania 41, it's been 41 years of WrestleMania, right? But this year they are going to harp on 40 years of WrestleMania. They're going to do flashback stuff. They're going to show best moments and this and that because it's 40. I mean, it's just, it's that round number. They always do that. And I think you got to have Roman at WrestleMania 40 as the champion. You have to, yeah. you can't go four years and I really as the champion think, and then have him lose it two months before WrestleMania 40. And I really think the way that when he loses, he needs to get pinned. And if he were to lose in a fa in this fatal four way, that would be the way of him losing without getting pinned. And for him to finally lose without getting pinned, that's that's fucked up. Now, like now can somebody I, can needs I, to pin him. Can I point something out here? Right? The odds. Bet online. On Sunday, when we recorded, mm -hmm. Randy Orton was still tied in that like five, six, seven range at plus one thousand. Randy Orton has since dropped all the way to plus 5,000. Could that be because he's going to win the title and he doesn't need to win the Royal Rumble? Oh, you're, you're talking, okay, you're talking about winning the Royal Rumble odds. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I I don't think so. I, I don't think, think so. I'm just, but it, that would, no if this was a real sport, if this was a real sport, you would read into an, an odd yeah. drop like that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, no, it's, I, I it's think there's, there's just no indication. Yeah, no look, Victor, Victor's with Victor's with me. You don't celebrate your 41st like your 40th. Nah, you're you know right. what I mean? You're right. You know what I mean? Uh, what did you make of Gunther? First of all, Rollins did not relinquish the title. So yeah. he's going to plow through it for the next two months, and he's going to fight at WrestleMania. I like it. I like that I he said three or four months when we all know it's not three or four months, but it right, makes it right, seem right, like right. it's way worse. That's good. I think it certainly means whoever he's going to fight, he's going to lose to at WrestleMania so he could actually – you know, take more time to make sure he's fully recovered would be my that, belief. Think so? I think hmm. so. But but nonetheless, Gunther is the one that interrupts. And I now I have Gunther. I now have Gunther, the favorite, to win the Rumble. Well, so does Bet Online. Really? Tied with CM Punk now. Both at plus 150. I think Gunther wins the Rumble. I think we're well, getting Gunther Seth Rollins at WrestleMania. I love it. 
first of all, I also love that they have done such a good job with Gunther since he's become Intercontinental title of really not having him interact with any big stars, like the the big stars. Yeah, it feels like it's time now. So when he showed up on Monday, it was like, holy shit, here we go. Now it's time. So Um, two things. I thought that was really well done. Two things then. Do you believe they called an audible when it was originally going to be CM Punk? And the second part is, is Gunther still Intercontinental Champion? Can I say, there's part of me today that thought the audible was because of Brock. Oh, great point. Great We've been talking, point. The rumors for a year have been great Brock point. and Gunther. Brock's in this lawsuit. There's no way they just got great this lawsuit point. sprung up on them. If Brock's, you know, now Brock's gone for at least until this lawsuit's done. Maybe they pivoted because of that. Great point. I think you're right. Yeah, great awesome. point. And they yeah. said, you know what? This is now the best scenario. We're going to do CM Punk, Cody Rhodes. Yeah. And that, that'll open one of the great nights. Great point. That opens one of the nights. Right. Yep. But then, That's the, but, but, point. but then the question is, so then that means we're doing rock Roman. Yeah. Okay. Yes, it does. Okay. I, or, or well, well, elimination chamber. What about you can win elimination chamber and get a shot, right? Couldn't elimination chamber be for a shot at Roman potentially? Uh, yeah, it would have to be right. If Gunther wins, it would have to be. Unless it's for like, a title like the US title or I don't know unless they do like something like that. I mean unless we pull the They've move done that where the, the past, rock right? is Haven't only they? yeah but unless we pull the move where the rock is only interested in being tribal chief so the winner of elimination chamber will also fight Roman for the title on another night WrestleMania. Cody. Unless we still exactly. have Roman do two nights. The problem is here's now the problem becomes if you are going to do Gunther or Seth I think you cracked the code with the Gunther Lesnar thing. I think you did. I it just it 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 all sort of came together. Yeah. Also, like, yeah. I mean, but um, if Gunther wins and he fights Seth and Cody fights Roman, what are you going to do with CM Punk? No, I, I think Punk is fighting Cody. So I there's think, no I shot of Cody fighting Roman. Not a WrestleMania. Not I don't think so. I don't think so. By the way, what I was talking about earlier, that is what Sports Illustrated, who uh, it was either Victor, someone at the beginning said, uh, yeah, it was Victor, he said, it's no longer a great magazine. It's not no, a magazine at all. I guess. That is He's true, gonna, Victor. Don't don't listen to anything they say, but they did come out with this big story basically saying it's Cody and Punk at Mania. I mean, yeah, they got two months. They got two and a half months. They yeah. can do whatever they want. They could... They could do whatever they want, you know? Yeah. And I think, and you know, the Meltzers of the world came out and said, yeah, maybe that's true, but nothing's ever set in stone. Yeah. Um, yeah, look, I love the idea of again, WrestleMania 40 title versus title winner take all. I love it. That's, that's you, awesome. Do you think we're going to get a fifth match or are we just getting the two matches and the two rumble matches? Um, nah, I mean, I, now tomorrow like night on SmackDown, I think the Kabuki Warriors are winning the tag titles tomorrow night here in Miami. I think they, they, it would be weird if they didn't. I think I don't know why they would push it to this point so quickly if they're not giving it to them. And I'll tell you, and this can lead, and by us the way, right Gunther is fighting Kofi Kingston on Monday for the title. Oh, interesting. Uh, not so that he's gonna, yeah, not that that means gonna fight Kofi. Okay. Uh, right. I, this is a good segue into the women. 
because I think the Kubuki Warriors are going to win the titles tomorrow. EO has the women's WWE title. And I think Bailey's going to win Saturday night. I do. I think Bailey's going to win, and her plan is able to come to fruition where she's going to have all the titles. Uh, but maybe Bailey hangs on to, you know, her decision. She hasn't made her decision yet. And Becky wins Elimination Chamber. Becky challenges Rhea. And then Bailey's like, what the fuck? I guess I'm fighting you, EO. That could be a direction they go in. Or with all of them okay. having the title, or with all of them having the titles, I don't know. But but somewhere, somewhere in the mix here, I think the story is because think about it, like EO, EO hasn't had a single story yet. She's defended the title, but not within a story. She has not had a single story yet as champion. I, I think the story has been waiting for this for Bailey to win Royal Rumble Rumble. And however they're gonna get there. It's going to be Bailey challenging EO for the title. Like, that's the story. What other story? Why else did we put the belt on EO? She's done nothing with it. I think the reason is Bailey. Yeah, I laid it out. I think I laid it out either not last episode, but the episode before, how I think would be perfect. Because the story has been I'm going to win Royal Rumble and I'm going to go after Rhea and I'm going yep. to get all, we're going to get all the titles. Right. But what if in the Rumble, the Kabuki Warriors eliminate Bailey, or they thought they eliminated her. They team up on her to eliminate her. They thought they eliminated her. They didn't. Stone Cold 97-ish. Or she gets eliminated. They don't see it. She comes back in. She wins the Rumble. Next time they're on SmackDown, she comes out and she goes, well, I was going to go after Rhea, but I see where my where you guys are at. So I'm coming for you. Like that type of thing. Yeah, I I, I think it's Bailey's turn. Sasha's had her WWE moment of WrestleMania. Charlotte, Becky, I think it's Bailey's turn, man. And I think, I, I think the crowd's ready to love her again. She's not gonna go back to being the hugger, but I think the crowd is ready to love her again. I think Bailey winning Royal Rumble would be a major, major crowd pleaser. I will say it, it's interesting though. If she's gonna win the Rumble and go after EO, it is interesting that they had her come out on Raw this week. She's not a raw. She's not on. She's not EO on did raw. not come out on Raw, right? No, Bailey did. Right. Every but I noticed everyone from Damage Control was on Raw except EO. Yeah, but I, yes. Oh, yeah. Well, because they challenged. But but for the Kabuki Warriors, I guess that makes a little more sense because the tag titles are defended on both shows. So if they're going to yeah. go after the tag titles, they have to go to Raw. Bailey yeah. doesn't have to be at Raw. Bailey doesn't right. have to go it, be in the ring with because she's on SmackDown. Right. But so I think the fact that she was on Raw kind of tells me that she is going to go after Rhea. But I don't know if she wins. I, if she wins. I, I, I think it's Bailey's moment. I really hope she wins. I think it'd be really fun. Yeah. No, I, I, it's going to be her, Becky. I will say no odds right now in Bet Online. Hmm. Not on the board. They've but taken we both down believe the Jade Cargill debuts, right? Yes. I think that's sort of the overwhelming thought that everybody is thinking is that Jade Cargill debuts. Now they're they've announced very few people this year. It's I like it. Not, I don't want them yeah. announcing anyone. I like yeah, it. I, I, I love that too. I mean, I think it's better. I think it's more fun, but the last few years they've announced like 28 out of 30. Yeah. Like remember when they announced Mickey James when she was knockouts champ, it's like, why announce that? That shit would have been cool if right. we didn't know. I think, 
we may get a few more surprises than good normal. It's good, especially when it's like we're sitting here talking about there's three guys that can win the Rumble. So if there's three guys that can run the uh, Rumble, win the Rumble, right? That's then good. make everything else a surprise. Let's get some pops. Let's get some cool mm-hmm. shit, right? Like, let's get yeah. fun people returns, all that stuff, um, which is going to be fun. I think there's going to be. How cool is it going to be when MJF debuts? He, his odds have have dropped also. He is now plus 2,500. So yeah, I mean, come on. Now, one guy who I think has who has risen do I, that I don't remember being here was Sammy. Yeah, where's he been? I don't know, but I, I think mean, he's, he's not going to win. Back. But I think he's coming back. Yeah, yeah, he should yeah. come back. Also, we got to have the Jay Jimmy interaction, right? We got to have Jay. Who's yeah, so Jimmy. I think we're looking for a Jay and Jimmy interaction. We're looking for a Cody Punk interaction. Yeah, it's yeah. good shit, man. I think I'm looking for. Here's what I'm looking for. Looking for those two things. I'm looking for Matt Cardona as Matt Cardona. Oh, okay. And I, as a one-off, by the way, not as oh, a full-time okay. wrestler, as like the Mickey James, Nia Jax, when right. she came back thing. Right. Because I don't think he's coming back to WWE. He's the indie god, but I think he's going to come in as as a one time. I think The Rock at, is there, but I don't think he's in the Rumble. I think he shows up, though. As TKO board member, head of the TKO table. Well, that's um, what he meant when he said, should I sit at the head of the table? Yeah, he was yeah. about, he's going to be at the, on the board. I'm looking for Andrade. Okay. Yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Actually, I wrote. I wrote down. I wrote down who. who for the I'm women, Jade Cargill for sure. Any yep. other women that we're thinking of? Naomi. That doesn't do a lot for me. But that's gonna happen. I mean, that seems like that's gonna happen. Seems Plus, like she it. always has. She has the Royal Rumble spot. You know. Uh, it's so played out at this point. Um. Liv Morgan return. I'm looking for. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um. Tiffany Stratton. I'm looking for. Oh, that'd be cool. Will she stay? She could, I don't. Maybe. Maybe, but she has, she has like, I mean, she could do some great shit in the Rumble, I think. She's yeah. so athletic. Who um, else from NXT could make it? Carmelo Hayes is going to be in the Rumble. So uh, here's here's the thing. He's kind of on SmackDown. Like, he's been, right, hasn't, or is it raw? He's kind of been going back and forth with those guys. I think Trick Williams. Okay. I love Trick. I just love Trick Williams, and he'll get a huge pop if he shows up, I think. Will he? You think um, he will? Oh, yeah. People love Trick Williams. He's awesome. Yeah. Right. Whoop that trick. Everybody loves Trick Williams. Okay. Um, so I was thinking, you know what would be fucking awesome? And I don't know how they do this. Uncle Howie. I don't think that's going to happen. But what if the ring is like full? The ring's just, it's completely full. He doesn't even have to be in the rumble. What if he's, he just shows up? Just to show, hey, I'm still, I'm back. I don't know. You know? Have you ever like been to the... Tropicana Field? No. Mm-hmm. Neither have I. Yeah, neither have I. Um, Dragunov would be interesting. He'd be fun. I don't think we're going to get that, though. Yeah, get him in there going crazy, though. Him... Can we get Pete Dunn doing some cool shit? But that's what I'm saying. What about a Pete Dunn-Dragunov interaction where they're just like Well, maybe a Pete Dunn-Gunther interaction, you know? A Pete Dunn-Gunther-Dragunov interaction. Yeah. All of them. Maybe all of them. Um... I think I, I could see Seamus coming back. He's been out. Yeah, for I think Seamus. Yep, I think Seamus is back. Yep. Um, another interesting one, like an, a possible return, is Heath Slater. Really? I don't think he's in TNA anymore. I, th- I don't think okay. I don't know where he is. I think he got. I, I think got his kids. Con- 
I loved his I Got Kids gimmick, man. That shit was funny. And the guy who's been sort of teasing a return, but I think he's just been trolling, is Sean Spears. Oh, you think he's just trolling? I think so, because he, on day one, he that day he tweeted out a one, sort of implying that he was going to be at day one. Well, no, I thought he tweeted out the Roman numeral X, you know, for 10. Right, but he, but before that, he tweeted out on day before the day of day one, okay. he tweeted out a one. Okay. Um, so, oh, Cleve's Cleve's backyard wrestling said maybe Big E. Well, that's what I was saying. Like, I, I thought I, I was thinking, you know, could Gunther lose the title to Big E because we seem to be doing a new day Imperium type of deal and Big E shows up as reinforcements and challenges Gunther somewhere along the line here. Uh, yeah, I don't know, uh, but I, yeah. I, I thought that made sense. I don't, I think he did an interview recently where he said he's, he's not, he did. he's like, he's like, I don't have a timetable. Yeah. But did you see what, he, did you see what he, <laughs> he was on the bump this week. Yeah. Um, and he said they should do a, a big meaty men Royal rumble where you get uh, all the biggest, with big the, meaty men, the bit where you get all the biggest meatiest men and find out who's, who is the biggest meatiest man. Is Braun Strowman ready to return yet? He was a guy that was on my list, but I, I honestly the greatest Royal care. Rumble winner. Don't particularly care to have him. Ray Ray Mysterio could get a Ray Dominic thing. I'd like a Ray Dominic thing. I would like that. You know, Dominic. That, and you that, know, and t- and by the way, I'm wondering what's going to happen with Tom and Nick. But yeah, that's Do- true. Dominic doesn't really have anything going for him right now. I I'd be into a Dominic Ray. Oh, we got and we got to have our truth, right? Our truth's got to have a big moment. There has to be a big spot involving our truth. Has right. to be. They, they're 100 will be because they're not stupid. Because our truth is on fire right now. I mean, how yeah. about him showing up on Monday night with a wad of cash, asking for what's the code to to open up the money in the bank briefcase? Yeah, yeah, unbelievable, unbelievable. How about Ray? Ray comes back, tries to go after Dom. Our truth gets in the way, and he's like, "You, this is my boy Tom. You can't, you can't mess with my boy Tom." <laughs> you know, <laughs> I mean, there's endless possibilities. We're getting close, by the way, to Rhea turning on judgment day full-on face turn we're getting close well yeah and like that segment that they had on raw with with um like Rhea's gonna beat becky if they fight at wrestlemania becky's not gonna beat her but also isn't it pretty clear i mean like her and dominic are completely split seems like, like it they're not a thing anymore because even in well, the I, segment... I think the full-on face turn is when she actually splits from him but yeah i think you're right yeah, but like they're not even like calling her mommy anymore. Like she's not mentioning Latino. He he's standing right. in the background during the segment. Like, but I there needs they're... to be a legit breakup. It needs to. That's that's the face turn. I actually thought that backstage segment was a little was sort of weird and clunky. But I love Finn Balor. He if you just watch during these segments, he looks like he's having the most fun in the world. It's just all he, about they're they're inching toward Rhea. I I know, but like. When Damien said you're walking around here with a big head because you're the on 2024 uh, WWE cover, look at Finn's face when he says that. He looks like a like a kid on the bus in high school who just saw like his friend uh-huh. insult someone. He he looks like he's just having like the time of his life. And then anytime our truth talks, Finn is like the happiest person on the planet. It's yeah. awesome. Yeah, it's good stuff, man. It's gonna be a great show. It's be, I'm excited to go. Me and Victor agrees. Look, me and Victor, we're on the same page here. Not a good segment. It was weird. It was not it was just good. A, no, that that backstage. It was just weird. It was like there was something about it that didn't quite click. I don't know. But 
which means you're right. It's time to break them up and let her do her yeah. thing. Yeah, they're yeah. breaking up. I'm very excited about this week, and it's going to be a lot of fun, man. And, uh, yeah, I'm heading there Saturday afternoon. I think i got decent seats. I'm in, like, the club level, you know? I think you got a good vantage point. We're, like, staring right at the runway, uh, right at the stage. I think yeah. we got a good vantage point. Do we get any Hall of Famers? On. Do we get any Hall of Famers returning? Or, like, legends? There's got to be a legend, right? There's I don't been know. A lot, of, a lot of people saying they want to see X-Pac. Oh, that'd be amazing. That'd be so cool. Yeah. I don't know what I mean, I, is. I, I don't, I mean, that, that's very random, but I, I don't know. That'd be cool as hell. I don't know what he's doing. Like, is he, uh, is he in shape? I mean, I guess you don't have to be in shape to be in the rumble. Yeah. Not really. <laughs> Heyman was on McAfee today. <laughs> and AJ Hawk asked oh, him. Oh, he was Bob on Backlund... today, right? I got to yeah. watch that. I got to watch that. AJ Hawk yeah. asked him if Bob Backlund was going to be in the rumble. <laughs> Heyman's reaction is just amazing. <laughs> so good. Hey, Heyman's so, great, man. I've had him on my show uh, once or twice. He's so good. He's yeah. so good. Yeah. Um, all right. Anyway, the lights just went out on me here. I think that's. I think that's a cue that I got to go. Yeah, this and is watch, second watch show in a row. I think there's a timer. Well, no, you know what it is. Yeah, yeah. It's. I, I don't need to get into. I know what happened. It. It doesn't matter. Um. Anyway. Uh. Yeah. This weekend's gonna be great. By the way, for you guys watching live, for you listening on the podcast. I had Shotzi Blackheart and Austin Theory on the show this week. So you go back and you can watch those spots on the YouTube channel. Of course, you can listen wherever you're listening to the Zaslow Show 2.0 podcast. Tomorrow, I got Peter Rosenberg on the show. He's really good to me. And also Jonathan Hood, ESPN Chicago, who also hosts on Busted Open and Good Karma Wrestling, which I think is on opposite us right now, actually. So Jonathan Hood will join us tomorrow. We're going to do a lot of pro wrestling, Royal Rumble stuff on on Zaslow show 2.0 tomorrow anyway and, and we got good things happening we may have some fun stuff on horizon too for it's true, so true or false as true or false as victor as true or false miss Zaslow telling you to wrap it up because she needs some love no 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 she we she got the love loving within the last couple of nights so we're good at least for for a few more days she's actually out of town right now so that's uh, why that's why i'm boozing it up a little bit tonight She's out of town tonight, so it's just the Zaslow men tonight at the Zaslow Mansion. Yeah, so that, but that's a good hunch right there, Vic. That's a good job. Right all right. Uh, Joey, why don't you tell everybody, tell all of your fans that you'll talk to them. Uh, we'll do we'll do the show on Sunday. You know, I'm coming back Sunday. Yeah. I'm doing primetime. And so then around 9 p.m. after I get off ESPN, we'll we'll do a Royal Rumble recap show. Go ahead. Tell all your fans. Yeah. Miss. miss you guys. Love you guys. Can't wait to react on Sunday to a Rumble and give you guys the latest update on the Adam Copeland Open. Ah, that's right. Uh, excellent job, Joey. Thanks to all you guys for hanging out with us. Make sure you like, you rate, you comment, you hit the follow button, you do all of that good stuff, and, and tune in on Sunday. All right, we love pro wrestling. We'll talk to you guys later. See ya. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.